four, three, two. Welcome everyone, Dr. Morris, the Fantasy Doctors. I'm here with my partner in crime, Dr. Patel. How are you doing today? Good, thanks for having us tonight. And uh, we have a pretty busy show today for sure, but we'll try to get through all the small injuries and get to the big stuff and gloss over to give you guys a really comprehensive, uh, shorter video today. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally setting a timer for 40 minutes and trying to bang all these guys out. I could easily talk about these guys for two hours, but I really don't want to, and you probably don't want to listen. Uh, a lot of these injuries um, I've covered individually, <clears throat> some with additional uh, data, some with additional uh, you know, 3D um, models and all types of craziness, and some of them um, I just comment on briefly uh, in here and that type of stuff. So um, let's start off a quarterback like we always do. Uh, we're heading into week six, uh, Patriots, and, um, and the Giants will play tomorrow night, so we really won't cover much of them. I'll briefly gloss over them because by the time most people listen to this, that game will be uh, either underway or, or, or just about done. So starting with uh, the, the most probably valuable quarterback in the league in uh, Patrick Mahomes, we saw that he suffered an ankle injury a couple weeks ago, continued to play on it got stepped on uh, again the other day. And um, there's some rumblings by uh, some of the guys at Arrowhead Pride uh, that they think this is an uh, initial uh, high ankle sprain that um, got re-aggravated. As we know with Saquon and some of the other guys, these aren't the best injuries. I know um, Patrick is not trying to run the ball, but – I mean, he, he can run and, and he, he needs to be. You saw him in the game the other night. He just didn't look comfortable because he couldn't get – he couldn't step into his throws. He couldn't really get away. And, and, and obviously that foot was hobbling and bothering him, particularly in the second half. He's heading for a monster potential shootout with Houston. Um, so – and I think that uh, – I think he'll play. I think he'll be pretty good. But all it takes is one re-aggravation and he may have an issue. What are your thoughts? Yeah, he, any, anyone who watched the game or had him on his team knows that he didn't look like himself. Part of it that he was getting rushed a lot, but he just didn't have the mobility to, you know, check down his receivers and make the throws. So concern is definitely there, but he does have the perfect matchup to bounce back. So obviously if you got him, you got to start him. But um, it's kind of hard to expect him to have his amazing ceiling every week if he's a little hobble. So just something to know. Yeah, Cam, uh, out at least two more weeks. This week he's off. They're in London, I believe. And next week I think they're on a bye. So you have Allen for at least another week. Um, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if they held out Cam until Allen struggles or whatever. Trubisky is on a bye this week. Uh, Chancey comes back in a week or two. Uh, I don't know if he's much of a change. Uh, unless he gets his act together. Uh, Sam Darnold has officially been cleared and should be good to go this week. Nice potential shootout here. I th I'm pretty sure they're playing Dallas. Um, we will talk about uh, Herndon later, but he's still got a decent arsenal between Bell, uh, Crowder, um, Demarius Thomas, and Robbie Al um, Anderson. So he's got a, a decent uh, set of guys. He won't have Herndon for a couple weeks. Um, but this will make it much more of a competitive game. Uh, you may see that he just doesn't have quite the stamina that he normally would, but even 70% of, of Sam Donald is probably better than 100% of, of Falk. 
Uh, what are your thoughts? Any concerns for Sam Donald going forward about his spleen or anything? Yeah, I mean, the concern is always there just because he had mono and the spleen is not going to be fully, uh, you know, hasn't swelled down fully. But just like you said, the stamina issue, having him on the field versus anyone else makes a huge difference. Whoever has him is not going to start him this week, obviously. He's kind of a bench stash for a little bit. But his role players definitely see a little bit of an uptick at least because they do – defenses do have to respect Sam Darnold on the field, and that means you have to respect his receivers on the field also. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some people actually played Darnold, to be honest with you. Um, the data shows that um, his risk of uh, uh, splenic rupture is uh, pretty much drops by the day. So um, I, I'm not overly concerned anymore. It's, he's given it an appropriate amount of time. Uh, and, and playing this week versus next week, I don't think would be any difference in terms of risk percentage. So um, uh, he's definitely an upgrade and they need him. So I expect uh, him to be pretty decent. Mason Rudolph, massive hit, concussed midair. Probably had a, a further trauma when he landed face first without uh, any protection because he couldn't stop himself. Uh, I recorded a, a lot, pretty much a live video right after it happened with, with, with Bridio Lufbeck, if you, if you want to check it out. And um, they, they, they did a, uh, some little screwiness, and I talked about this in an interview the other day that I think it was with Oklahoma State newspaper or something saying that um, normally they put him in a cart. The cart wasn't working, so they evaluated him. Uh, there's really no 100% way for them to rule out a spinal cord injury. I mean, we have strong clinical suspicion in that we can pretty much rule it out uh, if, if, if their person is – um, doesn't have any symptoms, doesn't have any numbness, tingling, and whatnot. But um, the fact that uh, I don't even think he went to the hospital, at least initially. And if he did, I don't know how he went and, and was on the sidelines thereafter. But I mean, you pretty much have to get a, a CAT scan to make sure that he didn't fracture anything. And, and maybe they gave, they got a mask after, but it's a little risky. You saw him on the sidelines with the face mask off, which is traditional and classic because the, uh, the um, trainers traditionally have the tools to do that and, and, and people in the hospital just don't. You never want to remove the helmet and, and the, mm -hmm. the shoulder pads initially um, until they've been cleared, their, 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 their cervical spine has been cleared because if you remove them off, you can flex the neck and cause them to fracture or die. So that's why uh, you, that's a no-no. Uh, you can cut off the shoulder pads uh, from the back if you want to, but most of the people uh, just hold weight until they've cleared and then they'll take them off. Um, any thoughts on Rudolph? I, I, it sounds like he's probably not going to play uh, Hodges or Hedges. I think it's how it's pronounced. Um, a, a, uh, probably the top quarterback in the FCS last year at Stanford uh, with an M um, is playing. I, I expect this offense to take another kind of dig uh, free fall. Um, any interest in any of these guys this week? Uh, not really. I mean, you have to – if you have a, if you have Juju, you got to start him no matter what just because of the volume. Uh, Connor might be a spot play this week if they lean on him, especially with Hodgson look particularly good out there. So those are the two guys I'd start out of everyone else. Uh, any other role players you can kind of fade. Maybe Deontay if he's getting the volume, but different quarterback needs different, you know, ways of looking around the field. Yeah, we'll talk about Jalen Samuels in a, in a couple of minutes. Some big, really big name running backs banged up this week. 
Christian McCaffrey uh, popped up. Initially, they said it was cramps, and then they said, no, it was actually his back that we were a little concerned about. We saw Reggie Bonifon do respectable and get into the end zone himself. McCaffrey's getting monster workloads that we used to see 10, 15 years ago that we don't see anymore. Um, So seeing him pop up in the injury report is not completely surprising. Um, I'm not super concerned right now. If he doesn't practice Thursday or Friday, um, then we're starting to get more worried. Um, I think Reggie Bonifant should not be on the waiver wire if he is. Um, he's a completely different back, but he would be serviceable if he needs to be. Um, any thoughts on on CMC besides how ridiculously dominant he's been? Yeah, I'm not worried. He's been the workload is you know far beyond anyone else for what he's doing. So thing is just another blip on the radar and as long as he practices later in the week he should be good to go and no issues yeah there was a, a fascinating debate on uh, online today saying that they don't think cmc should be the mvp as of yet because he was expected to be dominant because he went in the top two picks and they said you know someone like dalvin cook or, or someone like that should should take it and i'm like well, my counter was like, well, that means that Michael Jordan can never win an MVP because he was expected to win it, but that doesn't mean he continued to, to pursue and, and demonstrate that dominance throughout the whole year and actually do what people expected him to do. That's the difference. You know, they expected him to CMC to be dominant, maybe not this dominant, but, uh, and he's doing it. So, you know, he's most valuable player, not most value, but value. Yeah. The little, little sidetrack. I really agree there. David Johnson, um, I have a video out uh, right now discussing this, and, and we really don't know much, but uh, speculation is really all we have to go on a lot of the times. And we use our medical opinion and, 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 and just overview of, of the fantasy scene and, and how, we, how these guys get used to uh, give us insight. Um, I'm a little more concerned about him than CMC. I think Chase uh, Edmonds should definitely not be on the wire. You saw what he did last week, and he could definitely take over Todd um, Evan uh, David Johnson's role um, pretty quickly if he needed to. Ideally, you'd like to have both of them healthy, but you don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts on David Johnson this week, and 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 what are your what are your thoughts that he actually plays? Yeah, so Kingsbury came out today, even said that he's day to day and kind of looks like might be a game time decision. So that definitely worries me because they don't really come out and say that unless there's really an issue. So uh, I don't know. It's kind of a toss of a coin if he plays this week and we just don't have enough information. But I completely agree. My spot start of the week is Chase Edmonds in the case that David Johnson doesn't play. He's a very capable back with borderline flex value even when David Johnson's out there because he can do it all. And even last week he had a pretty good game. So uh, he's someone definitely... Yeah, so he should definitely be in, on people's um, at least stash somewhere. And this just gives us – still continues to be a boost for Fitzgerald, who I think is due for a touchdown this week. And Kyler Murray has been playing pretty well in a pretty good matchup this week. So I don't think it necessarily hurts the value too much as long as Chase Edmonds produces the way we think he will. What – um. All right, uh, Todd Gurley popped up today with a quad injury. They're calling a quad contusion. So you basically have two types of quad injuries. You have a quad contusion slash bruise. You have a quad strain, which is a muscle actual injury. Um, Usually the quad contusions 
are deep in the in the top part of the thigh. The quad strain can be anywhere, usually a little closer to the knee. Uh, both can be painful. As you saw with T.Y. Hilton a couple weeks ago, uh, he tried to go. He did okay in the first half, and then he ended up leaving after even uh, despite having a monster game already. And then he missed that game, the rest of that game, and the whole next game. Came back last week and did quite well. So these usually take a couple weeks. The performance data shows that these guys do struggle. Um, uh, we're, this is a little surprising in terms of how much volume they're giving him. After a Sunday high-volume game, four days later, they gave him another high-volume game of like 90-something percent touches. Uh, so uh, is this compensation from the knee? Is this completely separate injury? Yeah, hard to tell. Um, I'm cautious right now. They have a very tough matchup versus San Francisco, who looked fantastic the other day. Um, they have a, and San Francisco has a legit D line. Um, their O line's a little banged up. Um, and, and, and I think they're probably going to try to throw again. So, uh, Malcolm Brown should not be on the wire right now. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this is kind of what we we're talking about at the beginning of the season that these kind of things are going to pop up just like this quad contusion. And what does it really mean? Is it related to arthritis? They're not going to really say much. And this is why. I didn't want to draft Todd Gurley unless I got him a good value because this headache is going to be a pain in the butt for the next couple games. And what if something else happens? So it's a hard matchup. I fully expect them to throw a ton this game just because of how aggressive uh, San Francisco is on the line. And the thing is, if you have, you have him, you have to start him. Unfortunately, that's just the way it goes with someone of his caliber. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's talk about uh, Saquon very briefly. Smart idea. They they decided to not play him. A versus the Patriots, who have a very impressive defense, and B uh, in a short week, uh, and 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 they can be smart and play him against Arizona with like a ten day lay, layoff. So uh, this is their future, um, and I don't care how dominant he is. He I expect him to uh, just just be done with it and and, and be right and rock and roll in week seven. Um, Devin Singletary motor is, uh, on a buy, uh, hamstring should be pretty much to hundred percent by the time they get back, assuming he doesn't have any setbacks. Um, Jamal Williams concussion and neck sprain. I, I, I don't expect him to be back yet. I'd be a little surprised if he is, mm. we're going to keep him out. Off. <laughs> What's that? Keep him out for all Aaron Jones owners. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> the fact that they brought in Carson off the practice squad leapfrog Dexter Williams and then Carson got a ton of looks despite Aaron Jones looking bananas was just just hilarious to me I mean he could have had a more monster game and because I watched it because I had Aaron Jones in a ton of my fantasy DFS teams and I'm like why are they playing Carson it's obvious that Jones is like on fire right now I don't know uh either way it, it panned out Burkhead 25, 30% chance of playing tomorrow night. They really don't need him versus the uh, Giants at home. Uh, I suspect he'll probably play the week after. Justin Jackson, another 25, 30%. He had a pretty significant calf strain. And, 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 and as you saw last week, uh, Eckler is getting a ton of targets but really didn't get any rushes. That was really Melvin Gordon area, and he didn't really do much. I think they kind of forced his, his, uh, his hand and, and really tried, and that's it ultimately what cost them the game. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it was a smart idea, but 
coaches don't always do what we think uh, they should do. Um, Jalen Samuels uh, tore his meniscus like uh, Gallup, like DK Metcalf, like Sony Michelle last year. Pretty common injury. They're calling it four weeks, uh, so they lose kind of that wildcat element. Benny Snell definitely a pickup worthy. Uh, Connor has not been the healthiest of guys, um, and, and they're already on their third string quarterback. So um, crazier things have happened. I would not leave Snell on the wire, and he's probably there right now. What are your thoughts? Anything? Well, the only thing is that we've seen superhuman recovery with this injury in the last couple of months. So yeah. I think he'll be back in four weeks like everyone else. And he'll assume the same role as long as, you know, they're not trying to tank at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, God, they look awful. Um, yeah. uh, Tony Pollard banged up with a knee and ankle. Um, I think he'll play. I'm not overly concerned. Kyle Juszczyk, the, the fullback, um, not a big name except for those who know. Uh, a big role. You saw Matt Breida go bananas the other night. You saw um, Tevin Coleman look fantastic as well. Um, they need him. Unfortunately, they don't have the luxury uh, of having him for probably four, maybe closer to six weeks. Um, they just lost another, uh, I think their right tackle uh, to another a knee, similar knee injury. So be careful with the San Francisco 49ers rushing offense. It's not going to be the same as it was last week mm -hmm. because they they already lost two key cogs um, uh, already, uh, not including anything else. A uh, couple of Eagles running backs we're going to briefly discuss. Uh, Corey Clement with a shoulder dislocation and Darren Sproles with a quad. Uh, I expect both to probably miss the next couple of weeks. The only reason why this is important is it means that Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard will get an increased bump and roll as it goes from a four-team uh, four backfield to a two, uh, which is obviously much better. Um, Wayne Gallman uh, out with a concussion tomorrow night. Uh, any thoughts on any of those guys? Uh, same thing. I mean, you're not starting any replacements for Wayne Gallman this week, mm -hmm. plus Saquon's back after, so – not not really that contributory for the Giants, but a little bump for Sanders for the two Eagles guys. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill, first first uh, wide receiver. Um, gut feeling is that he plays this week, but I'd like to see him get in a full practice and at least take a couple hits before he goes. Um, um, I, they need him here. It's obvious that the offense isn't the same. Uh, I'm going to loop Sammy Watkins in here just because it's easy to. I do not think Sammy Watkins plays. He had a hamstring injury on Friday. He had been nursing the shoulder, but that wasn't overly concerning. Obviously, didn't he reflared it initially at the beginning of the game and just did not play at all and probably screwed a lot of people as a result. Um, what are your thoughts on Tyreek? Uh, odds of him playing and uh, and, and 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 Watkins as well. It's looking like they're saying that he's going to play. Um, but same thing, I'd like to see him get a few practices in and take some impact blows. They are sorely missing him, and once he gets back, he's the bona fide, indisputable wide receiver one um, for that team and also for fantasy football purposes. So hopefully he does, and he has a terrific matchup if he does make it on the field. Um, so, you know, once he gets on there, you know, Nicole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson obviously take a little bit of a backseat. I, just, I think it's kind of a coin flip at this time with a little, um, you know, little emphasis on that he might play. And Sammy Watkins, I just, 
hate thinking about whether to start him or not. And he's going to take a backseat as soon as, you know, Tyreek Hill gets back on the field. Yep, I agree. A lot of questions about Devontae Adams this week. Um, he is about 10 to 12 days uh, will, will be uh, from his turf toe. Data show, from Celine uh, shows that uh, optimal is, recovery is, uh, starts at about three weeks. It would be in their best interest to sit him. I can't say that they will, but they should. Um, and you saw how well they played last week. Uh, I think there's probably a 40 to 50% chance he plays. You probably don't have anybody with his upside uh, on your bench that you can swap in, swap in over him. So um, I think you kind of have to play him. I just don't feel good about it, and I probably won't have him in any or many uh, DFS stacks as a result. Totally agree with you there. It's kind of a guy that it's hard to bench him, but hopefully get more clarity and they make a you know, definitive decision before the game at some point. My suspicion is they'll probably put some carbon fiber orthotics under, underneath that toe, see if he can uh, get it to feel good. Uh, one of the world-renowned foot specialists is uh, a hop, skip, and a jump from the, uh, their practice facility uh, and, and Dr. Robert Anderson. So I suspect um, that they're doing as much as they can for this. He may recommend another week. Um, but it remains to be seen. I think this is going to be probably a Friday, possibly game time decision Sunday, which is not ideal, but it'll, it'll keep me, uh, keep, keep, uh, keep us on our toes. Um, Juju um, is, is not only getting targets from a third string quarterback, but is, I think he re-injured his toe. He may also be dealing with a turf toe. We don't know the details. Um, he, he showed up a little bit better last week. I still don't real feel really good about it. Um, if you can get something for him uh, along the lines of a Tyreek Hill or something like that, or a nuke or a combination of a couple guys to get something like that, I think that's not the worst idea. I just don't think this team is going anywhere fast. And I, I just don't have a good feeling about Juju right now. Uh, any thoughts on him? Yeah. Another guy that's going to be hard to bench or, you know, figure out what to do with him every week. Um, I don't think this offense is going anywhere close where they want it to go. It's the kind of same thing. Like if he does hopefully blow up in the next few games, you know, at a chance, he'll be the perfect sell high candidate and he can let someone else deal with the headache. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Christian Kirk still dealing with a mild high ankle sprain. Call him 50, 50 for this week. Uh, I think he practiced in some capacity today, which is good news. Um, I just, I, I don't think he's going to be able to go. I think I'm going to hold him out a week because he's got, they got a Monday night game. So he gets an extra day. Uh, AJ green. I got a lot of questions on him. Uh, I think he's pretty much healed from his injury. I think this is more of a contract thing. And I think he, he's going to be very hesitant to play uh, because if he, if he re injures his foot, which he knows is a very high risk, he's going to have a heck of a time getting a new contract. That's any big money. So I think he's going to try to leverage saying, I have the potential to help your team. I can be a wide receiver one. Give me a new contract. And, and that may kind of soften the blow uh, for him to come back. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's interesting because, like, most receivers, when they've been out for this long, all you hear about is how eager they are to get back on the field and yep. really like, biting to get out there. And you don't hear that from Adrian. If anything, it's more like need more time, need more time. So – 
Yeah. Uh, I definitely heard yeah. the angle for contracting. I think that's coming out a little more in the open now. Yeah. And it's not why they're delaying him. So, yeah, I mean, it's a very big concern, especially with someone who's not super young anymore and has been through a lot with that foot. So, um, you know, might come back in a couple of weeks, but I guess you could always tack on a week or two and, until they really yeah. figure out what's going on with I that. don't think he comes back for at least two weeks. Um, they have a t- little bit of a tough schedule coming up. I'm yeah. they're playing Baltimore. They didn't they, – hell, they, they took almost the whole game versus an awful Arizona defense to even do anything. So, not feeling really good about this uh, this team anymore. I, I, I preached to everybody who would listen early in the season, sell Joe Mixon high. You're not going to – that old line is awful. Uh, they're, they're not getting much better anytime fast. Their receivers are pretty slow um, with John Ross on the IR. So, um, I don't see it uh, dramatically improving. Um, uh, Traquan, um, there's a chance he's back in the next week or two. He's dealing with a high ankle. Um, But I really don't have much interest until Tarubis is back. And he may be back in a couple weeks. He was already throwing the ball, which is very impressive. Uh, What are you, any any quick thoughts on Drew Brees? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the issue with that, Injury is not so much about motion, especially with that new technique that people use. So basically, he tore his ligament of his thumb here. They repair the ligament, but they put something called an internal brace in, which is uh, an extra suture that lets you move quickly. And that's what all the professional athletes are getting. A lot of us are doing that surgery now. And, you know, they move very quickly, especially in someone with crazy good rehab like him. It's just a matter of is that ligament strong enough to throw with? And that's still going to be at the six-week time for basically – You do that surgery, right, in your clinic? Yeah, I do it yeah. I do it for all this. I did one a week after him. So, yeah. do the same thing that, you know, he got basically. Yeah, so you, looked at, you guys are hearing it from someone who does it every day. This isn't <laughs> just someone who read about it on the internet, Dr. Google. Um, DJX. Uh, DJX's best week of 2019 was in week one. I've been saying this for like three weeks now, but maybe you'll listen. Um, sports hernia, not going to get better until he has surgery on it. He may try to play in the next week or two, but he's going to feel this annoyingness that just will not get better. He should have given in, had surgery, and been back in a couple of weeks from now. But now he's going to continue to play subpar, not be 100%, and then he's going to blame it on the injury. Okay. The, the, the renowned specialist for sports hernias practices in Philadelphia, okay? Not, not brain surgery. They probably told him this. He just didn't want to hear it. So that's, that's my thoughts. Um, Kenny Stills, hamstring on the fence. Kiki Kute was actually pretty solid last week. Um, Will Fuller went absolutely nuclear. Um, Hopkins uh, is probably going to start to become nuclear. Goodbye, low if you can – you can get him, and, and my Twitter feed shows that you can. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just log on and, and check my most recent posts. Some crazy trades for him. Um, Will Fuller just went bananas, and and that they now they have the tape to show that Will Fuller can be bananas. So now they can't double team Nuclear anymore or uh, Hopkins anymore because. That they were going to run out of people to double team. Like they don't, they, they don't have 15 defenders. So if, if Stills is back, if Kuti is back, Atkins is going to catch some passes. Um, 
you know, Hopkins is still there. So like they, they have to, uh, they have to uh, figure this out and they, they have to just get him hot because we know uh, Nuke is just, is, is so good. Uh, it, he's coming. It's coming. I promise. Um, but, but Willer, uh, Fuller, that may have been his best game of the season, but I don't think this is his, not his only ham game. I just need him to stay healthy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this is like the classic Wolf Fuller we saw. He'd always break out for some huge long bomb touchdown, maybe a couple times a game, and then get hurt. So if he stays healthy, the one person that benefits the most, more than anyone else, is DeAndre Hopkins. And we've seen it every single time. So, yeah, great buy low candidate if there ever was a time for him. Like, he's really maxing out that time now. So if you can grab him for something reasonable, let someone else feel that Wolf Fuller is the future and – you know, capitalize on that quickly. So uh, I'm going to do a quick rundown of like a bunch of guys. We'll talk about one of them in particular. Brandon Cooks, I'd say there's a 50 to 60% chance he plays this week uh, with a concussion. Sterling Shepard ruled out tomorrow night. Tyrell Williams is on a bye with a foot. Uh, James Washington is expected to miss a couple weeks with a shoulder. Uh, Deontay Johnson bumped up a little bit. Uh, Hollywood Brown is the guy I want to discuss. Banged up his foot slash ankle. Uh, apparently not the same issue with his with his Liz Frank. So you can you can relax with that. When both of these guys are banged up, meaning him and Andrews, you can tell Lamar struggles because he doesn't really have many other reliable guys that he hits often. Um, I'm waiting for Hollywood Brown to go nuclear again. He hasn't. Uh, I I feel like it's coming. But I felt like that every week. Um, I, I want him to, but at the same time, um, we have to be careful with him. I expect him to play this week. Uh, he's a good wide receiver, three flex, but he's definitely not uh, in that safe category like we wanted him to be. What are your thoughts? Yeah, same thing. I mean, who knows what it really is? We know They're saying it's nothing major and probably a good chance that he plays. Um, regardless, with the matchup, you're probably not going to bench him. You'll keep him. You'll flex him out, wide receiver three. I don't know when he's going to blow up. I mean, he always has some decent games here and there. He hasn't had the same week one production, mm-hmm. and almost like everything just has to line up perfectly for yep. that for him. So, you know, temper the expectations. But if you have him, you're probably going to at least keep him in the flex spot, if anything. Yeah. Um, Philip Dorsett ruled out tomorrow night. You may see some Jacoby. Myers, who is the preseason monster, uh, fill into that third wide receiver role. Uh, Alex Erickson, uh, who you may or may not know is a wide receiver for the Bengals, is also concussed. They're, they're starting to get really thin at that team. Um, Demier Bird is, is probably 50-50 to play this week with a hamstring, so it may be Farrell Cooper. Uh, uh, Fitz may, may stumble into the end zone. He was getting double teamed last week. That's why he didn't really do much. Uh, Paris Campbell uh underwent a, a, a abdominal procedure they called it whatever that entails so i suspect he probably won't play for a couple weeks mm-hmm. um and he hasn't been overly uh you know effective right now anyway uh albert wilson is finally maybe healthy with his calf this could be a monster nuclear week um millie maker potential um preston williams is is going to be there if this is their if there is a game to win, it is this game versus the Redskins. If not, it's probably 0-16. Um, 
Uh, and Taylor Gabriel is uh, on a bye. Uh, he, he'll probably be done with his concussion protocol by then. Any, any thoughts on any of those guys? Yeah, it's just a shame for Paris Campbell because you always feel like this guy was going to turn around and become a big part of the offense consistently, and this happened. So, unfortunately for him, I don't think he has that much hope to really be as productive as he want throughout the year. And uh, Albert Winston, just like everyone else, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, all those guys, good, great DFS picks if you need someone cheap. So one of those guys could hopefully blow up and – maybe some flex consideration if you need it, especially with the bye weeks. All right. The final seven minutes are going to go through tight ends and a little summarization. Evan Ingram popped up with an MCL, which is the ligament that runs north to south on the inside of the knee. Very common injury. I went to in-depth on this uh, in his own video. Uh, we, he's ruled out for week six with his, tomorrow night versus the Patriots, um, which is kind of a shame because Patrick Chung's banged up and he would have been – probably on him and he would have been in store for maybe a 12 to 15 target performance with really only him and Golden Tate, but he's ruled out. So now it's just pretty much Golden Tate, Slayton, and then a third string running back. Uh, Patriots are getting, my Patriots are getting really lucky with some of these teams and how, how banged up they are. Um, I suspect he'll probably be okay for next week. Um, worst case scenario, he misses two weeks. I'm not overly concerned about this unless we hear something else is going on. Um, Majoko's still out uh, with a wrist fracture. Uh, I think he's going to be out a couple more weeks. Hunter Henry popped up with a tibial uh, plateau fracture that I, in, in a reality, I think it was probably an MCL or LCL sprain uh, with a, a small little piece of the bone kicking off the tibial plateau, which if you want to talk semantics is technically a tibial plateau fracture, but a tibial plateau fracture takes six to nine months, sometimes longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, whereas this is a four to eight week injury and that's kind of where we are. Uh, he practiced in limited today. There's maybe a chance he comes back this week and they kind of need him. They're running out of people to throw to. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Henry playing this week or maybe next week? Well, first off, I think it's insane. I checked a couple of the waiver wires and he was just sitting on there after yeah. his injury. So if you, if he's there, grab him up. The tight end market is terrible. So it's nice to have someone with some base production with him. Um, you know, I think it's reasonable, especially if we're going with the diagnosis of a partial ligamentous avulsion that we were talking about instead of a real fracture that he could come back next week. They are probably going to need him more than ever in the next couple of weeks, especially with some of the kind of transition they're going through. And Rivers looks like he's struggling quite a bit. The last yeah. week or so, so he'd be a good addition. Showed up pretty good. He looked pretty good. So yeah, I think he's doing better. Uh, um, Eckler went absolutely bananas with like 15 or 16 targets. He caught like five passes on the last drive. Uh, Melvin Gordon got most of the touches, most of the rushes, um, but but they definitely need someone else just to throw because uh, they're struggling. Um, Chris Herndon in his first, not even Friday was running routes on his own and suffered a hamstring strain. Okay. So think of this as him suffering a hamstring strain in the first or second week of preseason, because that's basically what it is for him. Um, as we know, early in the season, these guys suffer these. Their body's not ready. Uh, they've probably been taking it easy, and then all of a sudden they try to ramp it up, and their body's like, mm, sorry. So he's probably going to be out for a couple of weeks. This is not ideal. 
you wanted to hit the ground running and he's not going to. Um, my suspicion is he probably make it back for week seven or week eight, depending on how bad it is. Any thoughts? I did the quickest pickup drop I've ever done for anyone after a waiver wire pickup with him. So I already had marginal interest in him. I'm just not buying that he's going to be this uber productive guy in that offense. Um, I really don't think it's worth holding on, especially with the bye weeks rolling up with all the teams. Yeah, you're, Go you're, grab you're, someone they're, else. They're on, they, 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 you know, thankfully they missed their bye or whatever, you know, they're past their bye. But yeah. I mean, one of the situations I'm in is I have uh, Evan Ingram and Saquon in one league, and I'm like, what? I can't drop them. Like, I'm running out of mm-hmm. spots. Um, uh, so uh, Hawkinson, uh, who, who guys have been asking about, he's still in the concussion protocol as per yesterday. So until he clears that, he's not coming back. Uh, he's also dealing with a shoulder injury. So we maybe – I'm pretty sure they play Monday night. So maybe – uh, he's back. We'll probably know closer to Friday. They will mm-hmm. practice Saturday. So um, I call them 50-50 at this point. Um, Jordan Reed still not in protocol. We could. Uh, I, I almost want to say let's stop talking about him until we hear anything better. <laughs> uh, Mark Andrews has been very disappointing this year, in my opinion, because I feel like he had the potential to be a monster. He has run about 30 routes a, a week, but he just hasn't went nuclear like we wanted him to uh that foot continues to to linger and now he popped up with a shoulder injury that is new so this is something to monitor as we said um lamar really has two main targets marquise and uh, andrews and both are banged up yes he's got boykin and some of the other guys but he doesn't really focus on them so uh and lamar can easily go bananas by himself but um, if, if you really want a game stack, you want one or both of these guys and both are banged up. So it's a little hard. I'll keep you in tuned later in the week. Uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, on those couple guys? Yeah, unfortunately, I saw a report that TJ Hawkinson was doing some light drills and light practice, but then say he's still in the concussion protocol. So it's giving me a glimmer of hope that he will play. Um, you know, he, Hopefully he does bad injury, but you know I just want him to be productive because he had those good games in there. Uh, Mark Andrews, kind of same swan song, like banged up a little bit. Probably will get on the field if he's on there and still hurt. Be a little productive, still better than most options you're going to start in, instead. Agreed. All right, we're going to wrap it up. James O'Shaughnessy suffered a torn ACL and he's done for the year. I believe he's on the Jaguars this year. Um, Bagley, the kicker for the Chargers, is still banged up with a groin. He had a setback, so I don't know why I'm talking about a kicker, but people ask me, so I talk about him. Uh, on by this week is the Bills, Colts, Raiders, and Bears. Um, so adjust your teams accordingly. Um, thank you for tuning in. This is posted both on YouTube and uh, is stripped down from an audio perspective and put on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, all of the various audio forms. Um, you can check that out on Blog Talk Radio uh, under the um, Fantasy Doctors podcast if you'd like to see it. Um, and if uh, you want to check out some of our other stuff, check on log on to thefantasydoctors.com. Uh, Drew does a fantastic weekly sit start that has been very good. 
um, there is some higher level and, and, and content that you won't be able to see on our YouTube pages that is on our Patreon page uh, for five or $10 a month, depending on what you want. I put some DFS stuff out there that's been hitting pretty well. So a lot of stuff out there. Thank you for tuning in um, and, and, and good luck in week six. Um, we're starting to get closer to the halfway point of the season. Uh, and, and thank you for growing with us. Uh, Dr. Patel, do you have any final comments before we take off? No, I think uh, this year has been really good. We have pretty new content compared what we, to what we had last year, and it's only growing. So thanks again for everyone tuning in. And check out the live uh, feed we have for all the games on Sunday. It's the only way to really get a lot of your questions answered directly before the games. I've used it. I've had some friends have used it. It's other sites just don't allow you to get your voice heard if you need it. So definitely a good resource if you haven't tried it yet. So a little caveat this week is that I will be in Mexico uh, on Sunday, uh, which is PS Pacific standard. So I may be awake. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get all the info I need, or I may be a little hungover. Um, I may uh, hand it off to you, Dr. Patel, if you're available. We'll talk yeah, about sure. that at a different time. But uh, someone will be doing something for you all uh, and available. So stay tuned to that. We try to target 1130 Eastern on uh, Sunday morning to get all the final updates. Thank you for tuning in. If you like the video, hit the thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Uh, and check out some of the other videos. Appreciate it and take care.